We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heapy Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Carlo Navas, and this is another one, second week in a row, by the way, these little beginning cards of me talking about some little spiel before the episode starts. Uh, I just want to remind everybody that what you're about to hear is a post-game show that you can catch live on twitch.tv slash MIAHeapBeat. You really want to be a part of them. They're so much fun. Our viewership has been... I can't thank you guys enough for how active and how high the viewership has been. It's been more than I could have ever dreamed it was going to be, especially barely two weeks into doing this. I thank every single person who's tuning in. And those who haven't tuned in yet, I really recommend. We're having so much fun on the streams. And I want you all to be a part of it. So twitch.tv slash MIAHeatBeat to be a part of that. Get alerts, get all that stuff going. You can also get in on our Discord server. Uh, the link is going to be in the podcast description. So check that out. Our Discord server is so fun on game days and pretty much all the time, but especially on game days. Uh, it, it's, it's pretty fun in there. So we want you to get involved with those things. Uh, and I think the first couple minutes of the show, you might hear a hiss. It goes away. I fix it. Uh, listen, there's a lot of moving parts of these streams. And we're getting closer to it being perfect uh, in terms of like the exporting process. So uh, bear with me like two minutes that it'll be gone. Uh, and I really want you guys to join the stream. That's, that again, that's twitch.tv slash MIHeatBeat. Uh, and thank you to everyone who's joined. Thank you to everyone who's part of the Discord. Thank you to Blue Wire for being a great podcast network and supporting everything we do. And enjoy the episode. It feels like Miami. Miami, Miami. 
Miami, 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 Welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Post Game Show. I'm your host, Giancarlo Navas, and with me today is married man, producer, co-founder, Brian Goins. I brought my Heat shirt back, guys. Reverse jinx is in. Brian's back. Brian's married. Uh, he is to my left. I don't have to get divorced. Um, Brian does not have to get divorced. His marriage was saved by Tyler Hero today. Ooh. On the I bottom married Tyler left. Hero tonight. On the bottom left, we mm. have our Photoshopper and statistician, Christian Hernandez. Let's fucking go, baby. Guaranteed victory. Christian. On the bottom, right below me, we have our 2K coach, Frankie. Dave Dufour can eat it. Dave Dufour can eat it. We are at the doorstep of the NBA Finals. A year after having to watch Dion Waiter and James Johnson play a ton of minutes for this team, we are locked and loaded one game away. We are one Jimmy Butler go-off fuck-you game away. We are one Duncan Robinson eight three-point game away. We are another Tyler Hero game away. We are one game away from getting to the NBA Finals after having... Think about the devastation this team has gone through think of the sports devastation this team has gone through this team not only lost lebron james who's the best player of this generation its next max player chris bosh almost died of pulmonary embolism then Dwayne wade walks out the door leaves a franchise in tatters they have Dion waiters and all these guys and they're somehow recovering off the back of smart scouting coaching free agent acquisitions to the tune of one game away from the finals in a year that we all thought that this was a transition year. Christian, welcome to the stream, by the way. It's your debut here. I don't, I mean, we could start with Tyler. We could start with Jimmy kind of having that aggression early on. I think the, today the conversation is fuck all these people who were wrong about this team. I think I mean, the conversation has to be how Spolstra made Gordon Hayward into Dante DiVincenzo. <laughs> Christian, did you say that how, right? Was that was that was that the right pronunciation? DiVincenzo. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're here, Christian. How fucking hyped are you? Oh man, that was that was a nerve wracking game, but it is something else. Just by by like the end of the third quarter. They were already subconsciously just giving Tyler the ball. Like, the confidence in a 20-year-old to just take over a crucial... Uh, that was game five, right? No, game four. Game four. I mean, trying to avoid a much more stressful game five. Like, that is... And on a night where you really needed Jimmy to be huge, and he definitely had his moments, but he definitely disappeared at times, and Tyler... Tyler and Goron both were there to just hit big shot after big shot when the Celtics, you know, would kind of get their footing and would start making runs. That's what the series has been, just a bunch of runs. Mr. Duck7 says he wore his hero jersey for four days straight, so you're welcome. Let's go, Mr. Duck, about the culture. If you remember last stream, Mr. Duck apologized for not following his superstitions, but Mr. Duck has come through. Guys, I, I want to, I really want to take a moment to, 
let's think about the leverage and the situation that Tyler Hero is in. 20 years old, not going to be 21 till I think December or something or January. And the kid is in a leverage. If the Heat lose today, let's think about how the team feels, how the coverage is going to be, how everything is going to feel for this team, kind of blowing a 2-0 lead, having it tied up against a team that everyone had favored. This was such a leverage game for them because if they win, now they are in 100% control of the series with the better coach. They are going to have the coach to, uh, they're going to have three times to adjust to whatever Stevens and the Celtics do. That's huge for them. They also have a guy, Jimmy Butler, who's a star. They have Bam Adebayo, who's been the best player, two-way player in the series. Just been the best player in this damn series. That dude's awesome. And for them to come out and their youngest guy in their biggest game since the 2014 finals show up in this way, 37 points. They were running. You know, one of my favorite adjustments in this game was Bam Adebayo screening like two feet behind the three-point line. It was able to give Hero a lot of space to operate. Once he comes off that pick, he can step into a three. He's not super crowded. What the Celtics were doing, every time Duncan specifically was coming off a dribble handoff, they were sending two plus the drop man, which was Tice. Uh, He was basically being triple teamed off that action. So by kind of moving the the pick far out, they had a lot more room to operate. You'd love at at a Eric Spolster. Frankie, was there anything else that you like what the Heat did adjustment-wise? Um. They, the the biggest adjustment was giving Harold the ball uh, in space on the on the run against a Ben defense. He was taking those DHOs uh, that that Duncan wasn't shooting, and he was using them to uh, at it will. He was getting the threes when he wanted to. He was taking the drive when it was there, and it, he was he like at the first half of the game. It looked like everybody was afraid to shoot the shot, except for Hero. He was keeping us alive in the game. Second half, he went off uh, because he was the only one that was ready to play and, and ready to be aggressive, and uh, it made all the difference. Who I I did not ex- I asked for a thirty piece. I didn't expect thirty seven. I'm very happy for him. I know that you kind of Frankie. I don't know if you want to do this early because we're talking about Tyler Hero and, and kind of his his great start. Do you want to get into highlights early? We have it all set up. Are you ready? We can do it. Let's do you it. You want to do it? I may be premature. Brian, can you stall while I figure this out? All right, there's a couple of good messages on here. Um, I, I think the one that might be funny, well, not maybe not funny, but at least one that's like another superstition is this guy apparently has gone out to dinner every game except for two games. And the two games, I, he hasn't gone out to dinner, so he stayed at home to watch the games. The Heat are undefeated. There we go. All right. We are doing we are. what you're doing. We're all doing So he needs, things, he needs to keep trying to know? risk his life getting COVID by going out and watching Heat games. We salute. We all have to do what we got to do. You know, like this is all part of the collective cause. You know, if you believe in, you know, energies and spirits, like I can, you know, believe in this. Undefeated. When I'm going on pod. Solomon Hill to go. Corner Heat fan, Ralph. Solomon Hill. Okay, so we're 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 getting into highlights, Frankie. We're ready. We're we're transitioning. Here we have a nice play with Tyler Hero, kind of. So we're gonna play this. Run this back, Uh, Frankie. Run us through this. All right, this is a uh, simple side out of bounds. It's nothing fancy. I just want to show the decisiveness of Tyler compared to Duncan in the first half. You see this play. Iggy passes it out to Bam. Bam goes quick DHL. Kemba goes over. Hero's already thinking of shooting. He has all the space in the world. Uh, rewind back to where Bam hands it off. We got this. So we're coming look at in. How, look, look at how much space. They're running a 2-3 zone. 
look how much time on the shot clock. Foot out of the paint gives makes Kemba go over, and he and if even if Tyler doesn't take this shot, he's Bam rolls. You got a two on one hero and and Bam against Tice. But this is the kind of decisive shot that Duncan all game was passing off. That those shots were there, but Duncan is pump faking it, giving it back. Hero's decisiveness is the difference here. Because even if you, you make or miss that shot, that's a great shot. That's a great look for him. Rhythm shot, confident. That's what you need all day. And he took plenty of those, and that made the difference tonight. Duncan needs to get that going next game and the finals, too. I mean, the, the thing with Duncan, I see a lot of people kind of shitting on Duncan today. And I know, I don't think he had a single three. I think this is his first game without a three this whole season. If I'm correct, I don't, I don't think he made a three all game. And, you know, for him, they're sending three of the ball every time. And what that's doing is that's opening up for other people. And I, I don't know what the numbers were this game. Um, but Duncan Robinson for the series and through the entire playoffs, he'd have like almost a 120 offensive rating when he's on the court. And it drops to like 105 when he's off. You know, that's, that's, not, that's not funky numbers. That's 100% his impact and what he does for this offense. And like, they can't, they can't afford for him to not play. And I, I know that there's a lot of conversations of, Oh, you know, like he's not Steve Novak. He's not Kyle Korver. I also think he competes a, on defense more than people give him credit for. Uh, it's not been the best series for him, but he had, I think he's only had two games, half the games he has scored in double figures. One game, he had six threes. The other, he had four threes. I just think people are way too hard on him. I, I think the difference was, though, that they were hunting that that uh, DHO with, with Duncan too often. And by the time they gave up on it, there's eight seconds left on the shot clock. You try to get the ball to Jimmy or Goron, and, and you're not getting a good look there. You're getting a tough shot there. They couldn't get it going uh, often enough because Duncan wasn't taking the shots. But give credit to the Boston, though. They did a hell of a job defensively, blitzing handoff, making him uncomfortable, forcing him to, to, to hesitate. And he – He's what he's not himself, you know. The playoffs, they they say that the the closeouts are a little faster. Your your reaction time is has to be has to grow there too. He needs to adapt his game a little bit and understand. There was a couple plays. Uh, there was a play in the first half where uh, Bam had caught the ball on the on the right wing, and Duncan is coming off the DHO. Tatum plays it well, and the Duncan goes to the corner instead of curling to the basket bam threw it to him and he, and and duncan was surprised luckily saved it but uh th that's the kind of play where uh, in the regular season duncan's curling to the basket looking to get a layup and not forcing the issue there and this is partly like the Celtics are just completely getting him out of his space like he's they're they're standing three at the ball they're, they're doing all this stuff to him they're, they're making it they're making it really tough for him christian i do want to get into not just the guys who played today but the guys who didn't play today noticeably Derek, kendrick and ko I thought the K the KO thing. Have we made me. a shout out to Solomon Hill yet? Who got no? We have the, the crossover master, big fan of the show, friend like, of the show, Solomon Hill. One yeah. win away from coming back, by the way. One win away. Solomon Hill said, "When they make the finals, Solomon Hill's coming back on this show." And I am so excited for that because he's obviously has to he has to keep his promise. I mean, this is clearly what's what's kept him going. So, uh, but Christian, like. Kendrick Nunn getting bent. I think we, we've been calling for this for a while. It finally actually happened. I mean, yeah, like I, I understand, obviously, like especially with the kind of season that Kendrick had, you know, I'm sure he built up a lot of, you know, he, he built up a lot of good grace with a lot of, with how well he played during stretches of the season. But 
and I, and I understand Spo wanting a player to kind of work their way out of a funk, but after a while, you kind of just have to look at it at face value. And we've been watching Kendrick hit the front rim on his jump shots for four to six weeks now, and it just hasn't gotten any better. And that's such a key part of his game. If he can't come off a pick and hit that 16-footer or really make a defense worry about that jump shot, you know, it's hard for him to then make plays from that. So, you know, and he's not, he's not going to bring you the same, you know, energy, especially on the defensive end, in my opinion, that he, that a lot of the other guys that they have playing right now, like Iguodala and Jay Crowder can bring. Our boy didn't play though. We love KO. We, you and I are big KO guy. Well, there were a few times in this game where, where Spo went very small when guys like Tice were still out there. And I thought that could have been an opportunity to get KO some minutes, but I see that they really were just putting an emphasis on really just being able to switch and be disruptive on the defensive side of the ball. And it paid off because like, it was an ugly game. And I think that might've been the goal with some of the decisions that Spo made tonight. How do Miami Heat are undefeated in postseason when our friend of the show, Solomon Hill plays. Really is, that, is, that, is that also true? I'm telling you, like, it's just a bunch of these little weird facts that come together and make something bigger happen. Chat saying that Tyler was a minus four. Uh, Phil underscore seven. That is why plus minus is kind of a garbage stat. Oof, Ty- losing, Tyler losing also player. made half the threes losing on his player. team. I mean, they, they, they have not shot the ball well for two straight games. Jay Crowder, Christian, I think it's finally happened. I was a little late. I mean, he had already taken like, I think five or six threes by the time that I fired it off. But, you know, again, <laughs> I, I did forget. Maybe that's, that's all it is. I'm going to be sure to be on top of that on Friday. But yeah, uh, I mean, this is the reality though, is that in, in the long term, people tend to be who they are. So is, is this him starting to show he's kind of always tended to be, or is this just a little hiccup? I'm hoping it's the latter because they've really grown dependent on Jay hitting those open shots and he's going to keep having them because teams don't really respect it. So let's, I actually do want to talk a little bit about that, Frankie, because the Celtics were hiding Kemba Walker on Jay Crowder, a lot of the game. And what the heat have been doing is just having Jay Crowder screen in almost every action, right? So if you're going to put Kemba on Jay Crowder, Jay Crowder is not going to beat you one-on-one, right? So his advantage is he's going to be able to shoot over Kemba. So you put Kemba in the screen and roll with, with Goran or with Tyler or with Jimmy or whatever, and you kind of, or Duncan, and you force Kemba Walker to defend you. But if Jay Crowder is not hitting his shots and teams are just leaving him, makes it really tough and and that's i feel like that's kind of why andre got the closing nod even though i was tweeting from the heat beat account that he gives them nothing on offense uh andre was big time though a lot of defensive plays a lot of deflections he had three steals I mean, uh yeah the, the 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 difference was uh the, jimmy came out aggressive uh, uh first couple minutes he he can't he was hunting that that mismatch has hunting the switch they were giving it boston wasn't really fighting that through the switch uh, like I, if you, if you're Stevens, you probably want, uh, them to fight through that switch, avoid it. And now let them get into their offense. So easy. try to, you know, if you, you make Miami start their offense with 12 seconds on the clock, that's a lot better than 16 on and with a mismatch. Um, but that was, that was the difference. Jimmy's being aggressive there, hunting that mismatch when it's there and getting to the line, getting to the, to the rim. 
you saw when they went away from that, when he, when him and Bam stopped being aggressive in the second quarter, it looked like a college basketball game. It looked uh, so bad. Dude, it can we talk disgusting. about how fucking bad that game was for like a quarter? Oh, God, it was disgusting. Like that shit was so Chris, I, I couldn't I couldn't fucking deal with it. It was bad. It was like front rim after front rim. It was Jimmy just decided that he didn't want to shoot for five minutes. It was Goran, I feel poor Goran. No, it was it was really sloppy basketball. I mean, it was a combination of the Heat not being able to score and the Celtics turning the ball over a bunch. I think the the Heat ended up a plus eleven in in turnovers tonight. Like that is that is what killed the Celtics. They had one turnover the entire second half. And mind you, this I think might be the I cannot remember the last time that the Heat shot under thirty percent from three and won a basketball game. <laughs> That's so, fucking crazy. So it's definitely a bit of an upset tonight in terms of you know how they've been winning games this season. Does that make you, you feel know, better? Like the fact that they won a game so ugly. But that's yeah. what happens with this team, man. Every time they like, they feel like they're not in it because of the way they're shooting. They always find a win- way to win towards the end of the game. They close out the games even if the referees are fucking calling bullshit fouls. You know what the difference is though? That they got uh, twenty four or twenty seven from the line this game. Gr- aggressive getting to the line. I want to. I'm looking up their points in the paint now. Jimmy See got how to much... the line nine times. Four of those they... were late game free throws, but I think that in the beginning yeah. and the end, he had a, a certain level of aggression getting to the basket. Yeah. They had uh, 38 points in the paint, both teams. That, that was a difference. Boston killed them last game, points in the paint. It was like 64 or something, and Miami had been the best team in the league at keeping people out of the paint. Boston yeah. had like 42 in the first half last game. So, like, I, I'm look, like, I don't want to look too ahead to the finals because, like, you know, we opened the show. They're at the doorstep of this. Uh, by the way, Chad W09 says that Ira reported that Bam says his wrist is good, so he just switched it. It's good news to hear because I was kind of worried about that. Um, yeah. Spo said he's icing it. Okay, well, you That's know. That's all he had. Warriors, warrior culture. <laughs> icing it's them. Udonis is the mentor. Ice it. Daniel, it, it's a ice. Uh, Daniel, it's a wash ice. No Minus way. 14. Ah, that's right. Dave Dufour. Listen, when we said that we were going live on the postgame show, Dave Dufour is just tweeting at us, uh-oh. We, we might have to ask Dave to come back on to answer for his war crimes. Is this a real quote? I mean, there's just been so much nonsense that's been out there. I mean, like, I think the craziest one was it was uh, whoever said that Tyson Bam was going to be a wash. Dave Dufour. Because no, that wasn't Dave Dufour. No, that, that wasn't Dave, that wasn't Dave okay. Dufour. That, that was somebody Dave. else. But, I mean, tonight Bam – played 41 minutes he drew 10 fouls on the celtics yeah. tonight oh, man dude. he is the biggest guy out there most of the time and he's playing like it on top of the <laughs> fact that he's you know coordinating a lot of the heat's offense and is essentially their defensive anchor like i cannot talk enough about how great he's been in this conference finals he's been the best player this series i, I don't even think that's i think maybe tatum could be that other guy but i i for me i think it's clear in a way bam out of value Man, how about that fucking uh, propaganda for Jason Tatum in the first half? I like Tatum. I've liked him since t- since his under-18 team at USA. But, man, that fucking propaganda, oh, he's got to be hurt. What's going on with him? They they could not criticize him. They couldn't say, no, he's the Miami's doing a great job. He's having a bad game. He doesn't look – they're like, oh, he doesn't look like himself. I wonder what's going on. Haven't you they seen the coverage him. around – like the halftime shows are all Boston – and I no, and whatever. Let's just say that that's a Paul Pierce and Jay Williams thing. Let's just say that. Have you seen those commercials for the series? 
they're like yep. Boston centric. And I'm watching this and I was like, wait a second. Is this, is this the Boston local TV channel? What the fuck is going on? I'm watching Lakers Nuggets and all these like Nuggets, uh, this, this Boston propaganda stuff going on. Okay, hold on. I have to I have to interrupt real quick because Alex Toledo at Five Reasons Sports is getting some incredible. Alex quotes. Toledo at what? You mean Alex, Alex Toledo? Toledo. MIA heat beat. He's he's a tropical blanket in our hearts, though. Uh, Tyler Hero. <laughs> I think someone said my wingspan was too short. That that actually brings yes. me to something I want to share with you guys. So uh, on episode two hundred and thirty four of this podcast, we apologize to Tyler Hero with the montage. Uh, now for for chat, so those of you who know Brian, Christian, and Frankie won't be able to hear this live. Only you guys will. But I am gonna play it for you guys so you can hear. This is kind of our raw draft reactions uh, compared to what is actually reality. I, if I you think... take Tyler Hero, what team do we start covering instead? Oh, all right, I'm starting Haltsby. I like don't understand why people like him. I, he's not a great shooter. He's like Luke Kennard if Luke Kennard was bad. Out to Hero for three. Yes! With seven seconds left. Finishing numbers were not good. So you're not going to be expecting him to like beat somebody off the dribble and take it in, you know, the, to the basket too often. Nice move. And finish. Tyler Hero. Hey, how is he going to stay on the floor in a heat rotation? I'm a keeper. You got to love that rookie. I would feel so much better about the Hero pick if, like, his arms weren't shorter than... Like, his... Not, like, he has alligator on Austin Rivers loses the ball to Hero. Hero has help. A three-on-one break. Life is so sad in their chat. He's like, that pick was such a bummer. Out to Hero for the three! Yes! He did it again! We got uh, Tyler Harrow. He's, he, like, he doesn't... I don't even know if he realizes he's just twisting the knife. That was our draft night reactions. I think Christian said it best at the end. It's just turning the knife. Uh, we were wrong. Uh, I said, I don't know how Tyler could survive at a heat rotation. Nikaya said alligator arms. Leif said, like, Leif was sad in our group chat. Like, I can't believe what a boring pick. Leif, by the way, is in our group chat right now saying Steph Leap. So let's talk about the fucking variants on that one. Um, we are sorry, Tyler Hero. We we did that like fucking fifty episodes ago, but we got to do it again. I mean, we were wrong. I don't even know what I mean. We were also wrong about Bam. I don't know where that montage is. That one's somewhere. Uh, we're we're not the best draft coverage, but that's why you want to watch us on draft night because we're just gonna get shit flagrantly wrong. We I mean, give them the reverse things. We got to keep it going because if if I mean, so far we're two for two. Yeah, yeah, did, didn't Nikaias have the best Bam one though? Did he call him Ekpe Udo? No, that was Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Nikaias said, "Why would you draft Bam with Epe Udo's right there?" That was for the minimum. Yeah, yeah. So Epe Udo and Alligator Arms are leading the Heat to the NBA Finals. What a fucking sentence! They're a game away from the finals, and by the way, they've earned it. You know what I mean? Like they thoroughly kicked Milwaukee's ass. They led almost wire to wire this game. The Celtics led for like five minutes, or like probably less than that. I mean, it, it was it was like something ridiculous that they barely led. They have been outstanding this postseason. And even though a guy like Jay Crowder, who had been a real important part to their production, their rotation, and everything, without him producing, they were like, you know what? Next man up, Andre come in. 
KO, you're not going to play. K Nunn, you're not going to play. Derek Jones Jr., you're not going to play. We're, we're going to have enough. We're going to get four minutes from Solomon Hill. And by the way, he was pretty damn good. Uh, and look where we are. Solomon Hill, Team Low. Hold on, shit. I went looking for something else. Team Low, 88.9 defensive rating he'd had while he was out <laughs> on the court in those four minutes. Huge four minutes. Big fan of the show. The Plus cross- two. The crossover master, I will say. <laughs> didn't get to see one tonight, though. I was a little disappointed. I think, Brian, you gave him the name of the crossover master. Yeah, that was yeah. me. I, I want that to stick. I, when he comes on the show, and by the way, guys, Chad, if you got suggestions to ask Solomon Hill, you got to let us know because, I mean, this is happening, right? So when he comes back, we got to ask him if he likes the crossover Ooh. master as a name. Gee, how um, fast could you get the band? Because I'm going to upload it to our, our little folder on Google Drive. If you want to open up the BAM on about instant draft reaction, it's actually there right now if you want to download okay, it. Okay, let's let's do that. We're going to laugh at us some more today at a Dave celebration. We are going to laugh at our BAM out of bio draft, our draft reaction. So let's uh, let's do that. All right, then. Let's, uh, let's, let's load this up. I mean, we have been so wrong about so many things. It is hysterical. Woj is reporting the Heater selecting OG Anunobi. No, no, Bam on the bio. I lied. Oh, my. They took Bam? Yo. What are we doing? Oh twice? Who is this? Twice That's... in one show? Ba- are you kidding? <sighs> what is he doing? Who is that? <laughs> he just said that, that, that they're going to draft OG. Oh, no. No, we won't. Oh, no, we don't. They're drafting Bam on the bio? What is <sighs> What? What happened? You got to be freaking oh, kidding me. Oh. That's so good because, like, Nikias is acting like the world is falling down. He's like, bam, the bam, we got bam. Alex, oh no, oh no, because I guess we all wanted OG at the time. OG had an OB good pick, but it wasn't. Oh, you know. No, oh no, we won't. Oh no, oh, we no, go. oh no. It's funny. Alex is like apocalyptic, and then you know, there we go. We get Epe Udo, you know, leading us one game. Of baby, jo- baby Jokic, if you will. <laughs> and by the way, like looking ahead to the finals. If they match with either team, like if they get Anthony Davis and the Lakers, I think that the Heat are going to be able to survive playing them big or small. And I think that that's not many teams can say that against the Lakers. I think that I, I know that Kelly didn't get any run today, but I do think that Kelly will be very, very useful in that series. And if they go small, I, I think we're all okay with Bam Adebayo one-on-one against Anthony Davis. And then on the other side of the matchup, with Jokic, Bam, you know, Zach Lowe said it best. There's only two human beings on earth that could make Jokic's life hard. One is Anthony Davis and the other is Bam Adebayo. And if you're Miami, obviously, like, you know, either one of those teams coming out of the West is earned and everything. I think the Clippers would have been the worst matchup for them. They have all the right pieces to, to shut them down. The Lakers have to depend on Rajon Rondo threes and Alex Caruso threes, and both of them are not good shooters. Their half-court offense looks to not still not be very good, especially in the playoffs. Um, I think Miami has a – I mean, we're looking at a realistic and legitimate finals champion here. And like, your boy Kyle Kuzma. That guy's not good. And I think, <laughs> I think I've been vindicated on this. That guy's hey, not Ty- good. That's Tyler Hero's Eskimo brother. Okay. <laughs> with uh with his current girlfriend? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Gordon yeah, how Hayward. How much sex is he getting tonight? Is she in the bubble? Yeah. Yes. Good for him. Rocket Chris is like smiling like Woody Harrelson and Wimbledon. Well, like, no, I mean like <laughs> a shout out to her because she is 
whatever she's doing, she's just got to keep doing it. It's working. It's Absolutely. working for all of yeah, us. Whatever, whatever her reverse jinx is, she's got to keep doing it. Kristen, I know it's you're very true. At- she's probably got her own. Yeah. Kristen, I know you're looking you guys- at numbers. I don't want to put you on the spot. Is there anything that you're looking at that you're thinking like, oh, this is pretty interesting? Yeah, no, I was I was taking a look at uh, to see how well the Lakers defense is done because I don't know, part of me feels like the Celtics are a harder problem to solve defensively than the Lakers, but then again, I haven't watched the Lakers as much as I should, so don't yeah, want to speak too soon. Lakers defense is going to give Miami more problems than Boston will. I disagree with They're, that. The, I no, than Boston? Yeah, I disagree with that. I think that Why? the Lakers also have huntable matchups. I think that I know that AD provides a very unique issue for them, um, but I do think Miami has a kind – I mean, they're going to be able to spread that out, especially if they're going to play Olenek. You know, they're going to probably get to play two bigs. I do think that the Lakers' perimeter defenders aren't as scary as Boston's. Their switching is not going to be as good. Miami's going to have a lot more, like, space when they do those handoff plays. I mean, you saw Tyler tonight. I mean, Tyler's coming off that handoff. And the Celtics were not, by the way – when Duncan comes off those handoffs, they were sending two. With Tyler, they weren't, partly because they're afraid of Tyler's passing, which he's been very, very good. And the other is just like they just were not prepared for that. And if you're going to play the Lakers, you know, they're not going to have the guys on the hand. I mean, are you scared of KCP, like, going over screens? Are you scared well, of I'm definitely not scared of Danny I, Green anymore. Danny like Green's going to shoot play. 50% from my – That's Miami. the scary part. We Danny Green's that. the scary part. Danny he's going to find like, a shot. Even though sports had a break, your business didn't. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire, with 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the most important hire you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere right now at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply only valid through September 30th. Did someone say playoffs, NBA and NHL are playing for gold and our partners bet online have you covered? Get in on all the action, including a new NBA bracket contest with plenty of chances to win. MLB season is pushing into fall, and there's no shortage of ways to bet with hundreds of odds, futures, and props. So take advantage of the return of sports. And remember, the casino never closes. Check it out all day, all night. Go to betonline.ag and use promo code BLUEWIRE to receive your welcome bonus. That's betonline.ag, promo code BLUEWIRE. BetOnline. Your online sportbook experts. Danny Green's what worries me. But other than that, I mean, then again, this series is not over. We've seen the Denver Nuggets twice overcome a 3-1 lead. So, I don't, I, you know, let's not count our eggs before they hatch. 
Yeah. Uh, but my, Miami's in the driver's seat. Like we said earlier, you know, you have the better coach going at Brad Stevens. You're going to have three times to adjust. They've lost one time this series. They lost twice this entire playoff run. It's just, I mean, the Lake, they have the fewest losses in the playoffs. I mean, the Lakers have, have like, it's just like what's happening right now is insane. I yeah, think if the Heat win their next game, this would be the best record they've ever had entering an NBA Finals. Of any of their championship teams. What are we laughing at, Chris? Teams. Oh, sorry. Apparently some people have decided to start tuning into uh, New England Sports Radio right now. I love it. <laughs> Mike, Mike love Ryan it. says that apparently the, the hits so far are the host is rooting for the Heats the heat to win so that it doesn't ruin everyone's Sunday. Multiple segments crushing Ainge for not trading up for Tyler Hero. And Gordon Hayward is a jag. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it, dude. Oh, my God. I, I'm doing this thing recently that after after Celtic losses, I'm listening to, like, Boston podcasts like Bill Simmons and, like, other Celtic podcasts. I'm, I'm into these Celtic tears. I'm into them. Well, you know, the Heat are just better than we are. You know, Marcus Smart's a bad decision maker. And I was like, fucking feed it to me. Feed you know it to me. painful it is for the national media to say nice things about Miami? It hurts them. They are spitting blood as they speak. It fills me with joy. And Jimmy Ask Butler. Four. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I hate Bro. that we're doing this to Dave, man. Dave's Dave Dufour is in our mentions fucking scared as shit right Dave now. Dave Dufour, <laughs> we're coming for your ass, dude. If the Heat win this series, you bet your ass you're going to get DM to come back on the show. He said there were what was what was the quote? I'm gonna look it up because I know I tweeted it. He had he he had Celtics in four or five, and that they were gonna run us over. He on basketball bud said Celtics in six, but that's that's completely out of play. He had he had basketball bud because I don't have an athletic membership. He had Daniel Tice being a three point shooter that that bought that Miami needs to respect. He's taken one shot three point shot this whole series, (laughs) one for one. He's like the Joel Embiid of big man shooters. Like just let him shoot. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I'm I'm fine with it. I was surprised that Grant Williams only played one minute. He played really well last game on their small ball lineups. They I went back to Robert Williams and Semi Ojale. Semi Ojale played four and four minutes. That that was shocking for me. I, listen, I love I love me some Celtic Semi Ojale, but it's it, it's it's the it's the crevice to open the series. Yes, they Miami didn't something I really like today is Miami did not over adjust. And I think that a lot of times in, in basketball, Twitter universe, we get very, very obsessed with over-adjusting stuff. Miami stuck with their zone. They like their zone. They, it's been very successful. They did not – I mean, I think the biggest adjustments were just not playing Kelly and Nunn and Derek. Um, and at the end of the day, it's just what we asked Bud, Bud, Coach Bud to do. Shorten your rotation, just play your best guy. How many minutes did Bamfleet today? He was in the 40s? It was like 41 minutes today? Yeah, 41 minutes. Play 41 minutes today. Was Jimmy in, in thir- like 38 or something? Jimmy, Jimmy played a lot too, you know? So 39. Yeah. So you have, you're, you're shortening your rotation. You're just playing your best guys all the minutes. I mean, they. They, they practically played seven guys because uh, Hill, Hill only played four minutes. And then it was Iguodala and Hero off the bench. Their, all their scoring uh, came from uh, Bam, uh, Jimmy, Goron, and, and uh, Tyler. The other guys each scored three points. And Goran didn't have like a particularly Gorani game, but no. the contributions that I mean, what I mean that that little layup he had under the basket late game was Big was shot. really really good. Yeah, Mr. Duck gives an interesting point. You know, can't wait to hear Par Pierce struggle on TV next game when if the Celtics are down at half. I can't wait for that. 
Oh, I, I mean, can't wait to hear Kendrick Perkins on TV right now. Oh, Kendrick Perkins is our guy. Christian doesn't like me claiming Kendrick Perkins. I, I just feel like this is I, – I don't trust it in any way, shape, or form, okay? He's the only uh, one that's, like, about us right now. The Heat had a 140 offensive rating in the fourth quarter. That's insane. Ooh. Really? That shocks me because that, that felt bad. No, and it was, well, no, it was because – it was because Tyler Hero scored 17 in the fourth quarter on six of nine from the field. Nice! With an 86 true shooting percentage. I mean, he literally was just unconscious. What was his usage? His usage was 33%. He had the Ooh. highest usage in the fourth quarter, just leading the way 100%. Did he play all he the had- minutes again in the fourth? Because I, that's been a thing that he's been yep. doing this entire postseason. Hit him, Goran, Bam. And and oddly enough, Andre Iguodala played almost every single second of the fourth quarter. He he was only out for five seconds. Wow. How about how about Tyler? Thirty-seven points. Most impressive stat: one turnover. That's one turnover great. for the Rangers. That's great. That's wild. And he's and he's zipping the ball around. You know when the help comes to. I don't know how many assists he had today, but I know he was passing out of drives and and he wasn't like doing too much with the ball. I, I also, mean. He, he was literally doing it all. He led the team in usage percentage. He led them in assist percentage. He led them in assist to turnover ratio. Like, he, he was in it. It, it. Just incredible game. Somebody said the stat that Bam is leading the Heat this series in points, rebounds, steals, blocks, and so he's second in assists. Yep. That's what that's he said ins- in the broadcast. That's insane. Another crazy stat is most points in the playoff game from a player aged 20 or younger. Number one is Magic Johnson back in 1980 with 42 points. Number Who's two on the guy? list is now Tyler Hero, 2020 with 37. I mean, there's just no words. I mean, the guy has been – he's taken a leap that – I mean, this is – I never – did you guys ever – I didn't think he'd be this. I never even Especially thought that year one. I mean, I, I was saying Lou Williams. like. Yeah. <laughs> Lou Williams, I mean, Lou Williams got his ass beat in the playoffs. I think Lay's right. I think he's gonna he's he's got the stuff lead. The dude has a tight fucking handle. He can shoot off the bounce. He can shoot off the catch. He's a good finisher. He's a good the finishing. Remember this year, the finishing wasn't there. The dude is high off glass today in leverage situations, calm, collected, and with a plan. When Tyler Hero starts dribbling off the pick, he has a plan. And more importantly, he has a plan B. More importantly, according to Dwayne Wade, he definitely has a black best friend. We can't comment on that. Where's Al for Dekaius? That's <laughs> cancel Brian. Cash that cancel Brian. I'm just Man. quoting a tweet. I'm just quoting a tweet. That's what we, can, we can't get cancel Brian. He literally just got married. That's that's that can't be. Oh, uh, shout out shout out to Brian getting married and not having to get divorced now. Yeah, shout out to Brian. Brian, how was the wedding? By the way, can you give us a couple quick wedding stories? Um, at one point, someone slid under someone's legs and then afterwards got twerked on. Is that someone you? This doesn't sound like a COVID safe wedding. (laughs) We're all good. (laughs) For now. (laughs) How about, how about Brian drunk? Hit me up in two weeks. How about Brian drunk texting us during his wedding? On stream, I was reading Brian's text. It was very white tweets. It was like, I'm so turnt right now. Misspelling everything. (laughs) That's crazy because I still remember everything that happened, but obviously, like you aren't turned enough. I felt it. No, I felt it. I felt yeah, it. Yeah, if if you remember, you're not drunk enough. I'm sorry. No, I I could have probably could have one more. Do you know how fucking drunk I'm gonna get if the Heat win the championship? I'm not gonna remember anything because I'm just gonna get fucking wasted. You know what I can't help think about right now? Thirty and eleven. What about 
30 and 11, I feel like was the start of just like a huge shift for, for everything because it ultimately culminated in them drafting Bam instead of maybe taking somebody else that they might have taken. Mm-hmm. And, and then they hit another home run in Tyler Hero. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, finding guys like, you know, Kendrick Nunn, Duncan Robinson have definitely, you know, helped fill in. But it's that and using, like, an asset like Josh Richardson to get a guy like Jimmy Butler. I mean, it's just honestly been incredible to reflect on it where we are right now. You know what's better than 30 and 11? A fucking title. 16 and 2. <laughs> Heading that way. I mean, if they get if if they get LeBron James in the finals, I mean, I can't think of. I mean, I think the league has to be pretty happy. It's not it's it's not Lakers Celtics, but no. But the narrative for the Heat is amazing because you think about it, like you beat what was supposed to be the best oh team God. in the league in the second round. Then you go on and beat fucking Pat Riley's like arch nemesis. And then you go on to beat the guy who fucking left you because he thought he had it better somewhere else. It's, it's the perfect scenario. You dunk on TJ Warren's stupid head. You beat the Celtics. You beat – wait, did I skip somebody? Oh, you beat the yeah. MVP. And the <laughs> we num- forgot and the, the number MVP. One, I completely forgot about the MVP. Beat them and the number one team in the league. You beat the Celtics because fuck the Celtics, although I think Leslie might be sleeping already. And <laughs> <laughs> and then you get to go up against LeBron. And like that that would just be so much fun. But also maybe the maybe the Nuggets. Maybe the Nuggets. Maybe definitely. Oh, no, maybe the how about Heat uh Heat Lakers? That would be this would be without a doubt LeBron's most embarrassing uh finals loss. It would be his hardest opponent oh, yet. Absolutely. This like this is like, look, this Miami team is a great story as an underdog, but this is not a regular, like, championship contender. These are not this the 2018 like, Warriors. <laughs> this is a Cinderella run, like, in a, in a March Madness tournament. This is George Mason right now. Do you think he'd be scared of him? Like, let's be honest. Like, let's put ourselves through with LeBron. Do you think he's Absolutely watching today? Not. Like, no, you think no? You don't think he looks at Alex Caruso. I think he looks at Alex Caruso like, my man's going to get cooked out here by Tyler Hero. he looks at the fucking sidelines and sees that Eric Spolster is such a better coach. He doesn't think think Spo is going to lose to Frank Vogel? Get the fuck out of here. No, no, no. But we're talking about if LeBron's going to be afraid. LeBron doesn't think highly LeBron knows. LeBron knew what Eric did to to Frank Vogel. He was there. He was there on the front lines. Eric's supposed to not lose to Frank Vogel. I fucking guarantee it. I, I would bet anything. He's not losing to Frank Vogel or Brad Stevens at this point. Come on. on. Yeah, Yanni, you need to keep picking against the Heat, too. Don't start this because you picked against the Heat. I picked the Heat year. at six. I picked the Heat at six both times against the Bucs and against the Celtics. You freaking liar. <laughs> I think I picked you them liar. against Indiana, but I think I picked them like a longer series. I picked like six. That's it, but you picked, but you definitely picked the Bucks in six and the Celtics in six. I picked Bucks in six kind of as a meme, but also like, I mean, Bucks in six, you know. Shout out to Brandon Jennings. And how about all those cowards on Twitter who are talking about uh, reverse jinxing? And no, where's the cocky Heat fan? Where's the cocky Heat fan, man? Cocky Heat fan, goddamn that's, chest. That's in brass's stick with your chest. We gotta, we gotta get back to cocky Heat fan, bro. I don't know, Chad. This is I, another level, Chad. That's not happening. I I'm like it's not happening. It's not I, cowards. I don't like LeBron's not here anymore. Dwayne's not here anymore. 
cocky. And that's fan. why we can be cocky. Nobody no. to choke the JJ fucking no. Barrio. It's different. It's <laughs> or Boris <laughs> Diaw. That with that team, like let like let's let's come back to it, right? So when they had that team, it was something that we legitimately believed they would not lose a game. You know what I mean? Like when they went into the playoffs after that, you know, after that, that game in Cleveland and something clicked, right. And they go into that postseason. Once they, once they beat the Celtics, it just felt like they would never lose. Right. And, and then after the bulls, they go down one Oh, whatever. And then Udonis comes back game two dunks on Derrick Rose. We all know the story. And, and, and just the way that they were embarrassing Chicago and Boston, even though it looked bad against Dallas, I, I, we all felt that they would never lose because they, they were just so much more talented than everybody. And every year it was like that. This is different. This is not, you know, we don't look behind the bench and see LeBron, Wade, and Bosch, right? We see, you know, Jay Crowder and Derek Jones Jr. and you know, Kelly Olytic. It's a little different. Cocky, he, nothing will ever be those four years. This is just different. This is different. This is a different kind of love. To see what special. Jimmy's doing, to see what all these guys are doing. To talk, guys, we're talking about the finals. But I feel like this is what makes it so much more fun. This is way more unexpected than anything we ever went through with this the is, big three. I'm shocked every game, guys. Like, Christian, I'm shocked every single game. Like it's incredible. Like I'm, I'm trying to figure out the best way to express myself, but I'm having to really think about it. I mean, it's it's almost like you know, in our lifetime as E fans. I think we almost can kind of sense the titles, right? So in, in 2006, right, they go in 05, they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals to Game 7, Dwayne Wade breaks a rib. Um, it, it's looking bad, right? So then they, they make that, that huge giant trade. They get all these pieces in around Wade and Shaq, win the title in 06, right? Th- that, that's not, that was not surprising, right? They were trying to win a title that year and in 2005 because they traded for Shaq. Then, in two th- then every other year, they were really non, non-playoff factors. Fast forward to the big three years, and yeah, th- that team was competing for championships, right? So this is not a year that we thought they were going to come in and win a title, right? We all felt that this was a transitionary year. We all said on this podcast, all of us, yeah, probably a second-round team. We take that. That's going to feel good. A game Except away from Ryan the finals. Cortez. Ryan Cortez has the guts. We're a game away from the finals. So yeah. there's a lot of good comments. I don't know how you want to do this, Shoot, You want me to just read them all? Read, 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 read to chat. Engage. Brian's going to read from chat. Talk to us. What you got? All right. So first, Spoth, uh, Nor ZZA says, don't forget Solomon Hill when you were listing all those players at the end of the heat bench. Yo, Solomon plays, yo. He also Life says, uh, uh, Karmic Bead7193 says he trusts Solomon Hill and Myers Leonard far more than he did Mike Bibby. Shout out to the deuces. Um, listen, Christian was objectively right when he said that this was his favorite Heat team back in January, according to Pokey Sticks. Christian, you oh, said that? Th- thank you, Dave. Yes, th- th- that was 100% Dave. I don't even <laughs> have to know if that was Dave because he's the, he constantly reminds me of that because I think Sedano gave me shit for saying that. But it's, it was honestly true. Like, you enjoy something a lot more when it's unexpected. And this team was way more unexpected than any of those, you know, big three teams. While those teams were incredibly fun, there's nothing more fun than being the overwhelming juggernaut. You know, this is different. And I think it makes it, you know, special in its own way. Also from uh, Dave at Pokey Sticks, he says that the day, uh, the day after LeBron left or day during LeBron left, uh, Leslie, Christian's girlfriend, consoled him. By saying, well, you won before you had him, so he can win again. Look at that. Leslie, ha- Leslie has more guts than we do. She does. Then, she does. How does she watch these games, Chris? Does she get mad? Is oh, she, she yelling was, at well, Marcus Smart? 
Well, no, she was so pissed tonight, though, because I was I was a virtual fan, so I was, like, a minute in front of the live feed, it felt like. Or at least the live feed that we were getting, because, you know... Oh, you were just... Because <laughs> we stream it through Hulu, so I feel like we're actually behind, like, the live cable feed. Yeah. But regardless, the gap was large. So, like, I was, like, screaming. I'm like, yes, Jimmy. I'm, like, screaming about Tyler. And then she, at one point, just got fed up and went into the bedroom and closed the door. And I understood it. <laughs> It feels good, right? No, oh, it feels so good, though, because, man, it was going to be so hard to have to do this live stream after having Leslie rubbing it in my face, and it's 2-2. Oh, God, that would have been brutal. Hulu has live sports? Well, well, just like the – it's like they have their own version of cable, essentially. That was a joke. I'm stealing from um, Bane. Oh, oh, idiot. Christian. Oh, God. Question for Christian. <laughs> Question Stupid. For Christian. From KarmicBead7193. He asked Christian, did you ask Amin any questions? Oh, I, I wasn't even 100% sure that was him until they actually, like, called it out. Because the whole time I felt like every time I go, went to look at him, he was wearing this really loud gold jacket that was nice. And I want to steal it. I didn't get to ask him questions. What are we talking about? He was sitting in the same virtual section that I was. So you could talk to people in your virtual section? No, you can't. You can't. It's, it's, it's very limited. You're basically just there to, like, wave your hands and make a silly face. Amin's, Amin's about us. Amin's a lifer. Amin picks the heat a lot. Amin made Heat Island. I'm, I'm Christian th- did. No, but Christian made D- Waiters, that was Waiters, that was Waiters Island. Island. Look how That's far different. we've come. Look how far we've come. I'm so glad that we got to move past that. Oh, God. Those were dark times. AC, we need it. AC3R6 is asking who's the best player we can get in the offseason to complete the heat. Oh, who gives a fuck? Yeah, no, we're not I don't want to do this. We're no, not. Listen, they're a game not. away from the finals. Who Jesus cares about Christ. the offseason? Who gives a crap the who they're going to get? Oh, my listen, God. AC3R6, we love you. Finish it, though. He's, he's saying that they're going to repeat as NBA champion. Also, first of all, have some vision. Like, obviously, 2021 is the plan. Like, this is just like a throwaway year. And hell, if they win a the title this year, they're just going to win another win next year and then build a better team you do sign Anthony Davis and that's it. i hope i hope that we if they win the title or if they make the finals or if they i mean by the way that you have not played from behind all playoffs long they, they've been up in every single series the entire time easy to do when you don't lose it's just crazy i mean this this team this cinderella team that's just jay crowder needs to start shooting though that, that's something Yo, him and and Duncan combined for a one for nine. A one for 14. And Jay had the one, and that was like in the first quarter. Yeah. But that's where Tyler made up the difference with the 14 for 21 from the field. (laughs) Jesus Christ. This fucking team. So something that we haven't really talked about and kind of running out of time to kind of close out the show, something that the Heat have done really well is I think that they've taken the Celtics best adjustments and I don't really know what else Boston can do. Right. So Miami didn't really move away from the zone. They kind of leaned into it. They forced a shit ton of turnovers. Uh, Boston has tried Marcus smart on, on, um, on Goran. They're sending three off the handoffs. They're switching everything. They've tried going really small. They've tried playing bigger. They've tried both Williams. They've tried a lot of different things. Gordon Hayward's back. Miami was able to kind of adjust to that. Uh, wasn't as effective in a passer in the zone as normal. I mean, it it just kind of feels like we know, like Spo has kind of solved this. And I don't know what other options Brad Stevens really has. 
Um, I think what the biggest thing is the the little minutes that he uh, with his bench that he just loses those minutes in certain rotations that uh, they match up with Miami well, where Miami's not killing them. And that's how all these games end up close because uh, Miami can't pull away from any of these damn games. But, uh, you know, something like, you know, playing semi four minutes over Grant for one minute, it can be the difference. Grant was a really good player and really stifled the, uh, a lot of the, the actions Miami was trying to get into last game was a big factor. And that's just like that's just little thing that you're you're not expecting you're not going into the game thinking Grant Williams gonna make the difference, but th- that's a guy uh, on the bench who's a lot better than Sammy, who's better than Robert Williams, who who jumps at everything uh, that that comes near him, and he plays better sound defense. He's six six, but who cares? He plays good defense, and he he bothers the Heat, uh, blows up blows up some of their actions, and. Um, the zone, man, the zone really neutralized them offensively because it's not letting them get into the stuff they want to get into. It's not letting them attack with Kemba or with Tatum in certain spots. It's not letting them get their shots where they want them consistently. They're doing a good job getting good shots, but it's not shots that they want to get all consistently, not shots that they've gotten all year. Uh, it's made them uncomfortable. That's why they're turning the ball over so much because they're overthinking it and they're uncomfortable. Miami's done a great job making them uncomfortable, but they're not playing. Miami's not playing great defense. A lot of these turnovers are, are Boston just tossing that shit around, making a bad pass, and Miami getting hands and deflections there. But the, a lot, most of that is Boston just not being comfortable, not being ready for this kind of uh, a look uh, offensively. Gordon Hayward really missed the birth of his first son just so they can lose in five. <laughs> 